outside. Jeff Smith, he didn't get there. Fumbles the football. Oklahoma takes over. Inside OU Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome here at Vanessa House. As always, Broadway and 8th in Oklahoma City. It's around 6.30 in the evening time, and we're having a lot of fun here. Drinking beers, having a good time, talking sports, because we're getting closer and closer to football season. Brady Trantham here alongside Mr. Keegan Renault, as always, uh, on Thursdays for Inside OU at Vanessa House. Come on down if you haven't already. Come give the tap room a visit. Have some good drinks. Bring your own food. You can bring food. You can bring your dogs. You can bring your kids if you want to. Tap rooms are not bars. We have funky rules here. You can have a lot of fun. There's arcade games. There's Star Wars and video game memorabilia. And there's a green floor. It's just incredible down here. And Keegan's drinking a Destination Wedding Cerveza. The Cerveza it's is back. back in its triumphant glory. It's so good. As if it had never left in the first place. And we're all the more thankful for it. I mean, believe me, I am actually drinking. Uh, shout out to Two House, the the Tea House, or it says, excuse me. Shout out to the Tea House on Twenty Third Street, Urban Tea House. Uh, I am drinking a Two House Green Tea Mango Cranberry Hard Tea. It is so good. And let me tell you, very very strong. Do not let this drink's appearance fool you, my friends. Oh my goodness, it's very light. If you like green tea, you're just cranberry tea and you also like getting tiny bit buzzed this is the way to go it is beautiful and delicious as it goes down into my tummy what is it the two house mango cranberry green hard tea Mmm. very very yum very yum you know what we're done pumping the vanessa house because we'll continue to do that from here until the end of time but there is big news and the big news is uh, last week Oklahoma gets a gigantic commitment, or two, I should say. Three. Uh, three? Oh, my God. Shout out to Davis Dunkelberger, who showed up once again. And guess what, Keegan? Tomorrow is his friggin' birthday. You can drink with us tomorrow, huh? There you go. There you go. Growing so one up. Day, one day early. Growing up. Just but we gr- don't serve underage drinkers here. No, we don't. Not, not at Vanessa. Like, we follow the rules. No. We, we monitor you. Like, there's cameras everywhere. Yeah, so... You know, Oklahoma, once again, another five-star quarterback, blah, blah, blah. You know, and another great running back out of the state of Florida. Did not seem to care that all the attention would go to Malachi Nelson because he's the quarterback, even though we've all known he was going to go to Oklahoma anyway. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm just getting – do you hear that? Do you hear that? I don't even – oh, no. I literally have goosebumps. I said this in our post today. Yeah. Oh, no. Yes! We're here, motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm sorry, Texas a and I'm sorry, Ole Miss. I'm sorry, Mississippi State. I'm sorry, Tennessee. I'm sorry, Kentucky. I'm sorry, Florida. I'm sorry, Vanderbilt. I'm sorry, Missouri. I'm even kind of sorry, LSU. Did you get them all in there? Van- was Vanderbilt listed? Yeah. Yeah. No, but we truly want Bama. Listen, anybody that says this is bad for college football can miss me. Miss me. Anybody. Well, those are OSU fans. There's a lot of people saying that. Not just OSU people. No one one cares about football in the Pac-12. But this is great for everybody. Uh Patty's going to get a fucking castle. Well, she deserves one. She She does. All she does is her job. The gymna- I mean, even I saw someone talking about the gymnastics in the SEC is good. This is this is a no-brainer. No-brainer. This is a no-brainer. Um, well, all right, I'm done. Yelling. I think by now everybody knows the, what's going on. I mean, hell, we talked about it on through the keyhole our Patreon page, which you can always subscribe to for extra, extra, extra stuff. Keegan and I been working, working, working as much as we can. During our busy lives, Brady, I haven't watched a single second of film in the last 26 hours. That's how much we've been. Well, now I'm gonna have to beat you. I know, but it's happened. How can how can I do it? I'll run you around this block right now. You should. I just got done working. You should. How can you? How could you though? How How could you get any work done the last two days? I, I get. I have been talking to family and people that I know and that are OU people. There was 
absolutely the production at work the last two days because the amount of people in texting me and calling me and in my DMs and all those things. There was zero production the last two days here in the state. I'm kidding, not overall. Um, Oklahoma State people got to work. No, I love you. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's so hard because you know I've gone to bat for that part of the conference before. Well, okay, let, let's get let's get everything out in the open. We don't need to like set the stage because everybody knows what the stage is by now. The reports, uh, the facts, um, and yes, we're recording this after the suits. Yeah. We, we're recording this after the Big 12 had their big, like, Zoom call or phone call meeting between all their ADs and suits, and apparently OU and Texas were not among <laughs> the 10, <laughs> even though they were invited there. It's like, ah, yeah, fuck that. We're not going. And, uh, yeah, it just, it just seemed like, uh, you know, a relationship that's ending, and someone says, well, let's, let's meet up for dinner and talk about things, and then the other person who's kind of already mentally checked out is like, uh, no, nah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go watch the game with my, book, my boys. It's or my girls, you know. It's so perfect. It's like everything in your mind that could have ever happened. Like this is it. Oh yeah. No, it, it's it's perfect. It's it's perfect. Now, again, if you want, I guess Keegan and I to lay out all the facts in podcast format because I'll be honest. Um, yesterday when this all went down, Keegan was on the radio. I was in the middle of like some family stuff. I had to go uh, hang out with some family. Uh, due to, I mean, uh, my my dad's uncle passed away, so we went and uh, did a little family thing all together. Shout so, out, uncle. So basically, Keegan and I were just not in a place to join together at a reasonable hour to record an emergency podcast. So we did that this morning uh, with all the facts. So if you would like to, please go to Through the Keyhole uh, on our Patreon page. Uh, $4 a month will get you that podcast plus a lot of other cool Oklahoma content. $5 a month will get you all that, plus Keegan's film reviews, and you know that's going to be churning out and important during football season. And we are about a month and a half away from that time, so do it now. We already got three or four new patrons today, so people seem to enjoy it, and we are very thankful for that. But I guess let's start with the people that you kind of mentioned it, the people who don't like this. And I, I want to speak to the OSU fan that I know is not listening to the Inside OU podcast, but this is just going to be me kind of do- doing a little bit of a rant. <sighs> I, I, I truly don't understand where you're coming from. Mm-mm. Now, if, you just, if you're just genuine and say, this is not good for Oklahoma State, the school that I root for, because we are more than tied to Oklahoma in that if they go to a different conference and they don't play us anymore, like basically the Texas Texas A&M model, um, we are not viable enough financially, historically, traditionally wise to make our own bread in a separate conference with our own type of legacy. I, I would understand that. I'd be like, sure, like, I, I get why that sucks. But you know what? Oklahoma is supposed to do th- good things for Oklahoma, not necessarily for Oklahoma State. And you can make the argument that for the last 10 years, Oklahoma has tried indirectly, not maybe not on purpose, but they have indirectly tried to prop up the OSUs, the Kansas States, the West Virginians, and the Iowa States. They have tried to do that. So now what I'm seeing on Twitter, what I'm seeing just basically out there is a bunch of OSU fans, a bunch of Iowa State fans going, mm-hmm. how, stu- Those are the two. how bad this is, how awful this is for the sport, how awful this is for Oklahoma, how hypocritical they are. They were the ones that were all like, the SEC ain't nothing. We'll go out there and play them and beat them. And OU is, what, 3-3 three and three since 2015 against the SEC, and all those games except for one of them was in a bowl game. You got the Sugar Bowl against Auburn, playoff games against Bama, uh, LSU, and the Sugar Bowl against Auburn. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, Tennessee non-conference game. So I, I get all that, but this sports is supposed to be a meritocracy. Correct. The cream is supposed to rise to the top. And I'm sorry, OSU. I'm sorry, Kansas State. I'm sorry, Iowa State. But Oklahoma can no longer hold your hand. I agree. And anybody, like, because I'm already kind of seeing this narrative, Keegan, uh, being flipped or just trying to be molded into this point of, like, oh, Oklahoma didn't want to join the SEC for the longest time. They wanted to beat them, but now now they want to join them. And how silly is that? How silly of OU? But, look, I see this move less of Oklahoma wanting to join the SEC just because they want that stupid-ass patch on their jersey, but more so because, screw you, Big 12. We're tired of being your good soldier. We're, trying, we're, we're tired of caring up this crap conference 
year in and year out, we're tired of this conference not preparing us for what we're actually really trying to fight for I've here. heard this before. We're, we're tired of all that. <laughs> and so the, the straw that broke the camel's back was Bowlesby's comments and the whole Nebraska kickoff thing. Yeah. And it's like, no, screw that. We want to go to a conference where we will be treated like we are. Greatness. Not, well, you, you know, you're just like you're just like Iowa State. You're, you're just like Kansas State. You're just like Texas Tech. Fuck that. No, we're not. We're better than that. So I, I'm sorry. Like, it, it, it is – I want OSU and Kansas State and all these other schools because in a perfect world, I would prefer the Big 12 to remain. I would prefer OU to be in the Big 12. I would prefer OU to be able to beat the SEC outside of it. Yep. Um, I would prefer the Big 12 to have some type of leadership to be forward-thinking and say, hey, let's go after the Arizona schools. Let's go back after Colorado. Let's just add more schools and get 12 at the very least and really put our best foot forward. And they've done it in some ways, like trying to go all in on streaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Bowlesby being very forward-thinking last year during the pandemic when everybody and their dog was thinking there was going to be no college football this season. So there have been times where they've shown leadership capability. But in terms of the, the long-term like viability and security of having a Power 5 conference, I don't see it. None of, none of us have seen it. And Oklahoma and Joe Castiglione are just like, yeah, fuck that. We're just We're done. Yeah, and I will say there, there, the Oklahoma State factor. I think will eventually, at some point, those relationships will get fixed. It makes, it does make no sense for them not to play. I mean, Georgia, Georgia Tech play. It's the same thing. I mean, it's, it's better for everybody here in the state if if those two play. Now, <laughs> based off Oklahoma State's athletic director's comments yesterday, that may take some time to get back, but it will be back at some point. And it should be. Now, Brady, this comes, up, comes where the point of the podcast where I tell you, good job where your angle's from, where your head's at. Because I think it's true. You got to know where your angles are. And because at the end of the day, it's a no-brainer. It is literally like I was telling um, Zach, actually earlier, I was t- telling him earlier with the Destination Wedding Back, I'm very excited. Very excited. Hi, Zach. Do you want to say something to the people? How excited are you for the? How excited are you for OU to the SEC? How excited are you for the tell OU people, to the SEC? Tell people about the. Tell people about the. It just means more logger coming soon. No, that's not a thing. I, we talked about this. You're spreading rumors and leaking all our beer names before they're actually out. Well, people are saying like I, I'm not saying that it's true. You are the people. You are the people, Brady. He's calling you fake news. You are fake. I'm fake news. Okay, you can. You want to say hi to Stephen? Hi, Stephen. You're not here. He isn't. Here. Just like he never is. <laughs> it, I was gonna say though. Sorry, Zach. I brought you into this. That was Thanks, Zach. Zach. He, he runs the place. Yes, and his beer is very good. I was. I was gonna say this to everybody else though. Like you can miss me with that a little bit because like again, this is when you look at the fine again. Think think about this from a business perspective, right, Brady? It's a no-brainer. Take your whole OU object, uh, subjectivity, your OU in fan influence, anything that you've ever – anybody here at this Vanessa house, anybody has connections, when you lay it out on paper, it makes sense. It literally – it would be dumb for them not to take it. It's going to be worth over $70 million a year. Shout out to our good friend Peyton Glenn. Did he get the, all this done? And well, no, no, no. Like that—that that brings up something that he said. And I—I I said your name, Peyton, because I didn't say your name on a through the keyhole podcast. You are a patron of ours. Thank you very much once again. Um, but he got on to me for not saying his name, giving him a proper shout out. So I will give you proper shout out. But he did mention. Well, we all got to practice our Nebraska fan. We make more money in this conference <laughs> now. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's major facts. I was talking. I was talking to him today. I can't wait to by the, the way, shit out of them, he he was cracking me up today. Um, but I mean, again, it's a no-brainer. So I know you're saying we've already laid all this out, like whatever. I do want to say that there is something very important I want to note from something we talked about earlier today. And well, one, I want to mention the fact that it is absolutely batshit crazy that we can have a podcast six hours ago and have it's basically almost all outdated at this point because all the new information that's out but two i wanted to touch on something from that it was very apparent and i touched on this on our patreon post today 
it was very apparent whenever the Knight Commission report came out that basically said, you power five schools, you should separate from the NCAA. And Joe C. was literally answering the question like a kid at the candy shop. This is his dream, man. So Trevor Knight has a commission? <laughs> well, he did beat Bama. So there could be something to that. He played Alabama twice, right? Did he? Yeah, he was as an Aggie. How does we need to get Trevor Knight on the pod? How do that you feel? That is true. How do you feel, sir? Now I have. I speaking of Trevor Knight, I've asked him to be on a pod before, and he didn't. He said he might, and then never responded. So maybe I'll uh, maybe we'll give that another. I've try. got I've got uh, just for some funsies, and I'll because they're fairly confirmed at this point. Got two former OU players lined up in the next few weeks for your listening pleasure on the uh, uh, OU fan, I guess, slash former player editions that come out on Mondays. And I'll obviously go out and check out our latest one with Anthony Jumper. Got a new one coming up on Monday with Trey Pollard, also a patron of ours. That was a lot of fun because we talked about some 80s and 90s. Yes, even some 90s. OU football. And then, of course, you know, the 2000s, Red October. Blah, 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 all the 2000s. Yay, yay, Bob Stoops. And I am still on the cleanse. Day seven of the cleanse. Going strong because thank you, A&M, for leaking the news because it makes it all that much easier. You know, when you – if you're trying to kick, like, smoking or drinking and – you know, look, I, I'm someone who went on a – I think a, about seven months without having a sip of alcohol because it got – it got – like, basically college was – I don't remember a lot of college, Keegan. Do not remember a lot of it. And that it got to a point, two of us. It got it got <laughs> to a point where I had to look in the mirror and say, "You need to slow the f down, yeah, sir." That, yeah, that. You need to slow the f down. I've stopped the drinking. If you're trying to be like, you know, you're trying to be like Keegan Renault, get blue check marked and all, then uh, you need to slow down. And you know, one of the one of the good things, one of the easy things to stop a, you know, something that you may be dependent upon, is to just busy yourself with something else, to distract yourself with something else, albeit hopefully not something just as self-destructive. So. Shout out to Texas A&M for leaking the news so that I can continue my Mike Stoops cleanse. Thank you very much. Yeah, because the last time Texas A&M and Oklahoma played. Anyways, I was going to say, Brady, I mean, where do you even go? That's what I was going to say. Like, like, I don't even know where you would take us right now. And usually I can throw something back to you and think of something. I can't, like, this is so... And I said this earlier when when the report from Nicole Auerbach comes out, and again, I, I trust Nicole Auerbach from The Athletic a lot. I don't trust anybody I don't know personally, and I've never met her, so. It's true. I don't trust her. <laughs> <laughs> that once the once she reported the Oklahoma and Texas were invited and didn't come, that was like the so I holy guess, So I guess shit. that is going to be like the latest bit of news stuff that we can – discuss or react to was the the meeting and I, I guess do we expect any type of statement from the conference or Oklahoma or Texas like is this just is this just going to be like an, a few weeks of statements and petty bullshit and pissing contest and what have you because you know we said this before we went on air Keegan if A&M doesn't leak all this a does anybody outside of OU and Texas in the conf in the Big 12 know about this and B, do we ever find out about it until perhaps January at the earliest? Because I, I, I tend to think so. Because when these things come out, it's in the off season. And yes, we're technically in the off season, but Big Twelve media days have already come and gone. All the other Power Five conferences are going through theirs as well. This is basically the kickoff to like everyone's like focused on 2021 football at this point. Yeah, and even had stuff, other fucking plans. Yeah, all that stuff can be tabled for the off season and or the off season to come. So, yeah, like. It, the timing's weird, and I just I don't want there to be any like BS, just pissing contests. Like that's just that's oh, it's gonna be bad. Oh, be ready, it's gonna be ugly this fall. They're playing Big Twelve football this fall. Maybe the last one they play. My mom says I'm handsome, so yeah, I know. And uh, I'll say this to that: I'm with you. We can't confirm if it was gonna be January, but it's something that we've said. In the past. And I truly believe that Joe Castiglione... And again, anybody that's saying... That's looking at this deal right now... And not saying Joe Castiglione's hands are all over it... Can miss me. This came from nowhere. 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 This is more shocking than the Moser hire. 
And the Moser hire was shocking. This came from nowhere. And shout out Chris Del Conte at Texas for allowing it to happen. Because the Texas media was so enamored with this whole ACC bullshit over the last year, year and a half. Yeah. That they didn't even sniff this. Texas media would have been all over this if it I needed know, to be out. I know, and that, that was the interesting thing. And shout out to our friend Red Dirt Sport, who always does a fantastic job, especially when it comes to realignment talk. Uh, but I'll be honest. I was just telling Davis before we uh, started recording, Keegan, that when I saw that Houston Chronicle article, my brain went, oh, there he goes again, that Red Dirt Sport. Oh, there, thousand percent. There, there, thousand percent. Not, not, not on this day. Not on this day. And then I went along my merry way doing God knows what. And then – People kept texting, and like I have like a handful of people like from the franchise, mm-hmm. and you. I've got some uh, some other friends that are fairly OU football centric. Whenever they tweet on notification, and my my watch just kept buzz, 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 and I'm like, man, you guys are getting fooled. This is so silly. And then five minutes later, it kept going, and I was like, wait a minute, dare I actually? Click the link? <laughs> and I clicked the link, and I'm like, oh my god, this is oh, it's real. Oh, major. Oh god. Yeah, Scott Hall came out and said, you you people, you know who I am. I know you don't get that, Keegan, but my God, you need to just watch a YouTube video on the NWO takeover of WCW. I think you might understand a lot of the jokes on Twitter today a little bit better if you did. Oh, I, I think this has been a 48, not even 48. You it's know a, who I am. This has been 27 hours of just pure Twitter entertainment. I can't even imagine what Facebook's like. Could you? I don't even want to sign on Facebook to I, check that. I'm barely ever on Facebook. I'm on Facebook for our Through the Keyhole Facebook page, and that's about it. That's about it, you know, to be to be quite frank. But, yeah, uh, do we want to talk about Texas A&M again? No, but I do have a new report for you that just came out from Brian Davis of the Austin American Safe Zone. As you guys can tell, we're kind of working on the fly here, as everybody Another is. person that I don't know personally and therefore don't trust, but go ahead. People keep asking me what happens to the Longhorn Network. It's my understanding if Texas goes to the SEC, Longhorn Network would be wound and go away. Texas' annual $15 million would come in from a new blowout Keegan, SEC TV. where are people going to watch the 05 Rose Bowl? That's a good point. Where, where are they going to watch their Vince Young highlights? Speaking of that. Oh, no. Brady, I'm going to work off you here for just a sec. But I, uh, I look at this. I know we said we don't want to talk. We've touched on A&M. We haven't even dragged them yet. They deserve to be dragged. This is from now until the end of time. Listen. But, you know, they'll do that just by playing football, Keegan. It's okay. Like It'll take care of itself. No, and I'm with you. I, I understand. I will say this. I've done a really good job, I think, staying middle grounded, delivering facts, everything about this deal. I think I've stayed everything. There's two things Brady knows about me that can get me triggered. Texas people think they're better than they are in Texas A&M. And the fact that I'm going to be able to dunk on Texas A&M objectively for the next gazillion years, it sounds like, is the most welcoming back feeling Keegan. in the world, in the history of me. I'm telling you right now, you could have done that last week. You could have done that last year. You could have done it that. It looked bad, though, because they were SEC. You could have done that literally the day after they beat the shit out of Oklahoma in the Cotton Bowl in 2012. You could have done that then. Okay, so on a real topic with you, on a real topic, let's talk buyout real quick. So if Oklahoma and Texas are trying to get out of the SEC or get out of the Big 12 by 2022, they're going to have to fit a, a foot a heavy bill. $90 million, $100 million, somewhere in that range. How do you feel about that? You, And by my understanding, and as you know, you, you heard me say this earlier, I believe the SEC is going to be asked to pay that. From OU in Texas, up front. The SEC is going to be asked to pay to basically get OU in Texas to come in. Correct. That's going to be their wishes up front. And the philosophy being for a much bigger payout At the down end. the road. Yes. Yes. You know, yes. Back in. And what's funny about that is if I've read this all correctly, A&M, even if they're 13 to 1 voted against, A&M will have to foot part of that bill. The institutions will. So Texas A&M would be paying money to get Oklahoma and Texas into the league. Well, is that not hilarious? It, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny. It kind of reminds me of when the Thunder got to Oklahoma City. There were two teams in the NBA. There were 30 teams in the NBA, and two of them voted against uh, the franchise in Seattle moving to Oklahoma City. Can you remember who those two were? I do not. Just use your brain fairly quickly. Think about it. 
Davis, do you do you remember? The two teams that voted against the franchise in Seattle moving to Oklahoma City in the NBA. Dallas is one, and that makes sense because a, a sizable portion of their fan base probably lived in Oklahoma, North Texas, so that makes sense. Do you know the other one? Surprisingly, it's Portland. Really? Well, probably just because, you know, it's all that is is just an, like a highway drive away from Seattle. Sure. So maybe it has something to do with culture and just the regionality of it. But I mean, it's just right in line with A&M, you know. Sure. Like, I was listening to the One Shoe Pod with uh, Jason Kersey and uh, the other people. There's been so many I want to listen. I just want to cut in and say that. There's been like four I have listed that I need to get to over the last 24 hours. So when did – I listened to – Ari Wasserman was on Staples. Really? Yeah, I think. Our our good friend of the podcast. Yeah, like – and I tried not (laughs) to listen to it just because like like, I thought thought we crapped on Wasserman on this podcast and – I really can't remember. Was it because he thought Texas was the better job? Was that why? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when will people learn? You know, people, I guess, will will never learn. But, no, I mean, with A&M, it's – I can only say this so much. I can only say this so much. It makes sense that why they're wanting to block this and why they don't want it to happen. But, mm-hmm. like, does A&M think they can play in a fucking vacuum or something? Who the fuck is A&M to say that they have weight to make this decision? Exactly. You know, like, exactly. The Like, I don't know the ins and outs of the suits of the SEC and how they actually view Texas A&M. I'm sure they view Texas A&M as a fairly good second-tier program, and it kind of just adds to the myth that the SEC is – the best conference in the country just because, I mean, look at our second-tier programs. We're talking like the Mississippi schools, you know, Florida basically in their every two or three years, and then Texas A&M. Those are fairly solid conferences to be your – or fairly solid conf- – or, ah, I can't talk. It's the T. It's the hard T. Solid, son of a bitch, solid teams for your second-tier conference teams. I finally got it. There we go. So I guess that makes sense, but really – thank you, Davis. But really – I can't help but think that the SEC just views Texas A&M as no, you got us Texas. Yeah, you, that's not, not that's not exactly the school, what the state of you got us the state of Texas. I feel like we're done with you now. In a way, the SEC views Texas A&M kind of like the Big Ten views Nebraska. Am I wrong in that? I don't think I am. Yeah, I because like you're seeing this. Yeah, now you're good. I'm seeing this decision from the SEC, and it's like none of them give a about Texas A&M 13 to 1 no one cares you you look at these other leagues too SEC they would probably take Oklahoma before they would take Texas A&M again I'm meaning this from the most objective view possible I promise you because if I didn't I'd be sitting here telling you about all the SEC championships Oklahoma's going to win and I'm not and I'm saying all that while Brady's gone so I can get away with saying it without his rebuttal. And when he hears it, he's going to laugh that I just said that. But it's just it's just the odds say that they're going to be against that happening. It's just facts. But the odds are even further against A&M winning an SC championship. So it's, it's just the whole A&M thing has just been wild to me. And I'm just looking at Davis and saying all this, but it's just, it's wild to me. Like, who do they think they are? And Davis has picked up the mic. They think they're hot shit, but they haven't done anything. Their and biggest that, their biggest claim to fame is knocking K-State out of a national championship game. And beating LSU the last two years. That's it. Winning an Orange Bowl against North Carolina. That's it. Davis hijacking. Kinda. He co- it was he, one comment. It was, it was one comment, but he deserves to. Keep, Davis is here. It does, we're just talking about Brady, how I was getting another beer. he was getting another beer is what he says. Yeah. He, we were just talking about, like, what's your birthday are, wish, Davis? For this to be true. <laughs> well, the SEC stuff? Yes, fuck the Big 12. <laughs> I love it. I think it's fairly true that the OU is not going to be in the Big 12 in the next two to three years, right? Yeah. I mean, is the question now just – I mean, there. I think there are two huge questions – is it indeed going to be the SEC? And two, is it going to be two or three years? Yeah, I, I would say, like, 
when something like this is out in the open, like can like do contracts really matter? Like does the Big Twelve want to basically start trying to pivot? Well, money's not going to be an issue. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Does the Big Twelve want to start trying to pivot to a different direction in three years, or do they want to start doing that now? And when they can find some other schools or find another idea, then they can just be like, all right, OU Texas, you're free. Bye. Yeah, I'm I'm to the point where like. From what we know right now, and again, as I said earlier, like we know enough to know, but we don't know everything. I would say 2023 was the target for Oklahoma. So they were wanting to play two more years, which would have made sense and lined up with next offseason, this being the thing, and then you're done and you're gone. But I don't – they're pissed. Attack Oklahoma State. Baylor had a legislator reach do something today. They're pissed, man. They're so mad. And, like, I know, I understand the funny and, like, that all part of it. I get it to a certain extent, you know, because it's like we've been partners for 25 years, at least Texas Tech and Oklahoma State, and you're just going to go in the dark under behind us and go get this done. I get their frustration, but this was the only way this was going to get done was in private. This wasn't going to get done out in the public sense. This wasn't going to get done out in where everybody could see it. And who you know who knew that? Who? Joe Castiglione. Castiglione, who has come to Vanessa House. So if you're thinking, man, I'm not really a big old, you know, like, Locally crafted beer. I just like Coors Light, Bud Light, Mescalite, you know, whatever. Joe Castiglione, a major fan of Vanessa Joe House. C. came in here while we were recording a podcast, and I was this close to going on my unholy triumvirate rant. Then he walked in. I was like, oh, oh God. <laughs> and, and the only reason why is because Joe C. could have me killed, and no one would know. My parents wouldn't even ask questions. No, probably not. You no, know, it's like, no. I guess that's what I was going to tell. I said this before I came on. I was going to mention this. I have literally, we have had Josie, and I've talked to him before, say that he was going to come on and do a guest on this, Brady. And I was kind of like waiting for the right time, and I'm like, okay, things are kind of chill now. This is like the perfect time. He could be on vacation, maybe get him for 20 minutes. Keegan, there is no such thing as chill time in the, in the life of big-time college football every day. There's two things to this. One, there's no way we're getting him now. With that attitude, yeah, of course. And two, we'll be lucky to have Davis like hold the microphone again. If we would have done this when I thought we were going to do it in late May or after the softball season was over, if we would have done it then, knowing that Greg Sankey was blowing up Joe Castiglione's phone on the other side and we didn't know about it, I would have been pissed. Oh, yeah. Because if we would have had him on and next thing you know, two months later, they have a deal with the SEC and we didn't talk about it, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So, like, there's, like, part of me, and so it's like, maybe he wouldn't have actually ended up taking it because of this. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But anyways, I I do think it's fascinating that, again. I don't think I've ever, like, I don't think I've ever been more impatient for somebody's memoir than Joe Castiglione's. I don't know. that that dude will not hold anything back. He won't go, like how some other people have gone when they write their books and just basically give you yeah. nothing juicy, nothing that you're actually looking for, none of that stuff. He's going to be like, no, this motherfucker said, well, we all stand the same contract, and I was like, watch me. Something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that, I know. It's, it's so funny. Fucking nerd. <laughs> it's so funny. And that's the thing, too. Like I got Porter Moser. He So, like, the there was a report out today, and I don't know if it was true or not, right, that – the Big 12 was wanting the schools to sign an extension through 2030. Here's my thing. So let's let's talk about that real quick. So you're in this position, and if I know Oklahoma's looking around, they know Oklahoma's looking around. They know Oklahoma's on looking to get out. I, I just think we've grown apart, you know? You know? But on that, on that, if this was something everybody was on the same page was going to happen in January... I don't know if the te- Big 12 was trying to strong-arm Oklahoma and Texas into signing anything. I don't know that. That's not a fact. It was a report out there today. There was already a report against it, but who knows. But if that happened, Brady, think about this from a business perspective. You have Oklahoma, who's about to go on a national championship run more than likely. That's a lot of pub. That's a lot of ratings. It's a lot of eyeballs, isn't it? A lot of balls. A lot of them. Yeah. The Big 12 is going to be pretty good this year. Iowa State had a chance to go 11-1. and one. 
Maybe go win a bowl game, big Iowa, bowl game. Iowa State's so mad. They're so mad. <laughs> Iowa State had a chance to go 11-1, maybe win a big bowl game this year. And then go straight to the American. Um, is it the American sh- Athletic Conference? It's is probably that? the American. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe not in football, but, you know, actually kind of in football, but especially in basketball. That will be a great basketball conference. Sure. If they get the I teams agree. that we think – they're not going to get Kansas. Kansas is probably going to go to the Big Ten. Yeah. Because aren't – is Kansas like just a step below a private school in terms of their academics? Yes, and as well as Kansas is like up there with Oklahoma and Texas in revenue. Yeah, like because of basketball. basketball. Yeah. yeah, like they are a blue blood brand in basketball, and that makes a ton of money. Yeah, Iowa State's in a very tough spot. Plus they're they, an got a- the, they got the Adidas. Yeah, and they're an AAU school, so they're going to have an opportunity here academic-wise to maybe have a shot to apply for it. I just popped my hip, and it felt magical. But they're 40s in the country in revenue bringing in. That's not going to cut it. They're, who knows what's going to happen after Matt Campbell? That's not going to cut it. Um, their basketball team sucks right now, last couple years. That's not going to cut it. Uh, they don't have a baseball team. That's not going to cut it. I, and I know no one – like, I, I hate to, like, hijack it, but we'll get right back to what you're saying because I, I, I know no one cares about this, but if OU does go to the SEC, oh, my God, basketball is going to be so good. Everything. Soft, I it's going to be so softball, good. Softball. Softball. Softball is going to be so how, f- entertaining. How OSU fans should feel about their football prospects by potentially not having to play OU anymore in terms of just the conference at the very least. OU doesn't have to play Kansas anymore in basketball. That's true. Like, yeah, like, but they do have fully, to go. Full on admit, like, we cannot beat them. Here's I a, have not seen OU beat Kansas in Lawrence until, like, since I was a baby. Here's the thing. Here, let me say this. You are replacing playing at the Fog, though. Pro- they'll, they'll play non-con games oh, up there. I, we're replacing getting jobbed on fucking and then calls. Going to Ru- and then going to Rupp? Yes. I mean, we're replacing Kansas with Kentucky, but when, now we can make a new legacy of not being able to beat another Blue Blood. But we can at least find that out, Keegan. We can at least find that out. I don't have to find out anything between OU and Kansas other than we probably will beat them in Norman because the give-a-shit factor from Kansas won't be very high. Can I finish my point? Yes, or, please. So, I just like basketball. No, I know. No, you're good. I think it's it, this. I think you can work off this because it's a dunk on the Big 12. You have all these good football programs that had, could have had a good year. Why not come and revisit this in January whenever it looks really good? And this was my exact example. And I'm going to test you here. I'm testing you. I want you to know that. I'm testing you. Testicles. Okay. You don't build and plan for renovations before you beat Alabama in the Sugar Bowl. You do it afterwards. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would the Big 12, even if that's a sniff of truth, even if even if that's a sniff of truth, right? Even if it is. Even if it is. Why are you trying to do it now to get Oklahoma and Texas to say no? Then what happens? That's just a quicker way to death. you got to try to stay above water. Again, there is now three groups of people in the last seven months that have completely played their hand wrong. Grant McCaslin was number one. You're good. Grant McCaslin was number one with North Texas. Number two, Fox. Good God, did they screw this up. So bad. And three, the Big 12. And they could be like, people could say, oh, no, like Oklahoma and Texas were going to do their own thing. Oklahoma did not want to leave. Oklahoma didn't want to leave. It's a fact. And they just didn't do whatever they needed to do to make this happen. No one wants to see Oklahoma leave. Besides Brady. And this has been for some time. We do have an update from Dylan Buckingham while we're live on air. I'm told the Big 12 will be releasing a statement soon on today's call. Hey. I'm also told the call featured a lot of angry athletic directors. <laughs> a lot of angry millionaires. Discussion oh, yeah. ranged from ramifications and possible penalties and Sooners in Texas leave to even expanding leave to even expanding the conference, among other things. Angry millionaires know what they're talking about. You know what? Let's turn on. We're turning on Man, the, the oak turn on the trackers on the vaxes, man. This is nothing They've against gone too far. Buckingham Brady. Man, but the Oklahoma State people are talking to everybody tonight. Yep. 
There's yep. this is on there's only one place this I, that, is coming that from. That is truly the unprecedented thing because OU in Texas basically released a statement saying that we won't release a statement on a rumor. But they released a statement on it. So it was just kind of funny and they did it on purpose, blah blah blah. I've never, ever, ever seen another non directly involved institution release a statement on schools releasing a statement on not talking about a rumor. I've never seen that. What are you doing? Why? And it's because OSU knows what they are. I know. Little I know. brother. I know. Here's the thing. And you say that, I get oh, that. Oh, it'll blood. I get that. You do take care of your little brother. It'll get massaged over time. You'll get over it. You love each other. Don't deny it. I will. I, let me go on the record. If something can be reached, if OU does go to the SEC, if OU can play OSU in non-conference every year, just like Iowa, Iowa State. Georgia, Georgia Tech, Florida, Florida State. I don't see why that can't happen and can't thrive, and I would appreciate that because you know, it's always fun to have a short trip road like road game. And so, OU would host Oklahoma State six times and pay them, and they would literally stamp SEC on the bill and, when they send it over. And you know what you could do with that? You can get creative with the, ga- with the rivalry. You can go play in Tulsa. Yes, you can do like weird creative things because it's no longer a conference game. It's kind of a little bit different. So do something new with it if that's the case. Now again, this is all speculation. None of this is like 100% true, and this can all be, you know, thrown under the bus because OU ends up in the Big Ten. But I think at the end of the day, what I was telling Davis before we went on air, Keegan, mm-hmm. the thing that I'm most happy about, and this might be blasphemous, but you know, you and I, I've been at least very consistent with you whenever I tell you my opinions about what I think OU should be doing philosophically, like moving forward. I'm just happy that they have tied themselves to Texas, knowing full well that Texas has now killed not one but two big time conferences in the modern era of college football. They killed the Southwest Conference and they killed the Big 12. Now they're killing the Big 12 again. So you mm-hmm. can argue like three times they've done this. Um, they're probably not going to be able to be strong enough on their own to kill the SEC. No, this they is the won't. Case. But again, in order to avoid the Nebraska trap, Oklahoma tying themselves to Texas is very important to continue to play them, to continue to have that relationship with them in conference so you can still continue to recruit kids out of that state mm-hmm. and tell those kids and tell their parents, tell their loved ones that you can come watch your son play football six, seven times a year, two, three hours down the road. And all the other games that we don't play in Norman, they are pretty much either in-state or just a good drivable distance. And by that time, OU will probably be able to fly them first class to those games. They will put, literally, as I jokingly said, they will put a, they will send the bill over after the game's done. Here's your $750,000, and it's going to be stamped with an SEC logo on it. Who let, who let the dogs out? Who did? No, again, now that we're kind of come full circle here, Brady, it is a – you want to talk about ramifications of this? It is a no-brainer. No-brainer. It is – It is. this is everything that you want to talk about. And here's why this is important to me, and you know this. But the quicker we get to super conferences, the quicker we get to college football reform, the quicker the sport's going to get better. And, and in terms of better, I mean the equity within the sport, either it – Less, There's hip- less hypocritical. Less hypocritical. There's either levels to it, right, in terms of, like, the G5 and the P5 split, Power 5, Group of 5. Or we just have full college bowl reform, go regional, and it's all, you know, back to kind of square one, and we see what happens. Reform. Is that the best idea you can come up with? Reform! That's the only word. It's, you know, we, you throw – I was going to make a 2021 oh. joke, oh, but I'm not. Oh, Jesus on the cross. I don't know if you can make that joke in 2021 either. Oh, that was just Oh Brother Where Art Thou line. I, I know. I was, I was just I being a, I was being a smart I ass. love that movie. No, it's um it's it's this couldn't have come at a better time. No, it couldn't have. I just God, football season's here, man. It doesn't feel like it, but football season's here. Oh my god. It's just a wonderful time. I'm gonna cry. I, I'm just I'm just I know, yes, yes, I see you. I see you over there. This is what happens when you do a live podcast. Oh, absolutely. You got a friend who's But that's why you should join us. You should join us or die? Or die. Well, no. I mean, not, not on purpose. Like, die. Because the ship here in Oklahoma is sinking ship. Die when it's your time, you know, because we're, we're all mortal. We are. You're right. Like, even Texas A&M's time as, quote, unquote, top dog in Texas, which has, ha, was that ever a thing? 
I don't think so. Do they still have a quarterback, Keegan? Neither of them do. Oh, man. Oh, actually, here was a question I asked Davis. Uh, we, we both didn't know this. Did Mac Brown inherit Sam Howell at North Carolina? Was he already on the roster when Mac got the head coaching job? Say that one more time. Did Mac Brown inherit Sam Howell? Yeah, no, he recruited him. He recruited him. Yeah, flipped him from Florida State. Oh, okay. Well, there. Late. Goes, well, there goes my joke. I thought he inherited him. No, no, and no. And I, I would have argued that if they he, hired Mac, and I think they flipped him after that. Sam Howell is a, isn't he a senior? He's oh. a third-year player. Oh yeah, and this is Mac's third year. Mm-hmm. What the hell do I know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think I think yeah because I remember it happening and everybody was like, "Whoa, Mac is back!" And everybody was like, <laughs> and then Sam Howell started throwing and we were like, "Oh shit!" Never mind. He's pretty good. Never mind. You're getting trolled on Twitter. I am. Am I? Yeah. Oh no, I know. I said that. I said responded to our good friend Philip, which you should go listen to ten twelve pod. He was so. Why, Bra- should, I, why Bra- should I listen to it, Brady? He never asked me to come on. Brady, you gotta hear. You gotta hear this. And I feel bad for him. I, think I do. Philip hates me. I'm about to steal Christine. So, <laughs> so they're She's trying to jump on. This is a this is a personal thing, but I think he talked about this a little bit on their podcast last night. I mean, there are ramifications to this. He is trying to create a Big Twelve like media podcast network. <laughs> well, I mean, he can have a podcast network with Tulane and Houston and <laughs> You're so mean. <laughs> Those are big cities. <laughs> But not as the big as the SEC. Here, here, let, let's get into. Oh, I mean, I don't even know. I think we've hit so good. I mean, we've we've hit everything we needed to. This is again. This has been a this has been a decade long battle for Oklahoma, and they gave Fox every opportunity to get the job done, and they didn't. They didn't. As of the last six months, even they didn't. And the Big 12 told them to shut up and listen, essentially, nicely. With all due respect, Oklahoma isn't going to shut up and listen. Talk about Oklahoma here. Shut up when I'm talking to you. And that's the other thing, Brady. We've talked about this. We were talking about how Oklahoma is now kind of wielding its power behind the scenes. We've actually, I think, talked about on this podcast and all these other things. And in the past and all this and that, whatever. This is about the strongest Oklahoma's brand has been that they can pull something like this off. I don't know if they could have pulled this off five years ago. Well, you, you know this now. Sure. Oklahoma once had a brand strong enough, and you know, arguably they could their brand is just as strong. But yes. in terms of like the landscape of college football, they once had a brand strong enough to get their own network. NBC asked them first before Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah. So no, I'm with you. So like. The 90s could have been filled with memories of people across the country watching OU just shit the bed against, you know, like San Jose State and Cal and uh, TCU, Oklahoma State three times, four times they got, they tied it in the 90s at some point, you know, like that. Yeah. So OU's, you know, OU's had a brand. They've had a national brand. Like we don't really tend to think of OU as a national brand like we do Texas or a Notre Dame, or even weirdly like a BYU because of the whole religious thing. Mm-hmm. But OU is, I mean, I, this this might be blasphemous to say, I kind of think that they're more of a national brand than Alabama. And the only reason why I say that is because Oklahoma has North Texas and all those people from Dallas who get jobs and then go all over the country. And I know Alabama, I agree. Yeah, Alabama I does saying. too, but Alabama is so Southern. Yeah, they're so I, insular. I would say like Alabama does have the like the Lakers Yankees effect though of where like they now have well yeah because fans because they're winning now but yeah what what I'm talking about is to your point when, yes when you're, when you're not the best in the world <laughs> best in the country I should say um, if you're just kind of like a nine eight ten win team you're just kind of good mm-hmm. like how that's that shows how truly popular you are in terms of your national branding and I think Oklahoma has a bigger one than Alabama now I think Alabama has a much stronger more fervent diehard fan base than Oklahoma does Mm -hmm. and I think you can just go to a game in Tuscaloosa against some crappy SEC school when Alabama's playing them and then go to an OU game in Norman when they're playing Texas Tech and Texas Tech sucks and tell me which game is more fun Mm -hmm. that's what I'm talking about 
it's it's just one of those things, man. You look at you just look at it, and it's so beautiful. It really is. And I hate that because I don't want to talk. I, I I do enjoy a lot of our Big Twelve friends. I do, and I know a lot of them are hurting right now. And they should be, and I think they have every right to be upset and mad. And that's just sports, and it's emotional. In eight months, once we figure out the parameters of this deal, I think motions will succeed. And what did they think was going to happen? I th- I mean, I think everybody besides Oklahoma, including Texas, thought everybody was just going to stay together and rally together. You know, Keegan, you know I'm the history nerd here. Right? I know you are. Now, I've already said, like, I would prefer the Big 12 continue on because I want Oklahoma to have those regional, traditional, and conference ties that they've had for almost 100 years. You know, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State have played each other every year since 1910. Yes. I mean, even when Missouri left, like, Missouri is nothing to me. Missouri is nothing in terms of on the schedule. But OU and Missouri have played each other 80, 90 times. And because of TV money, we just say we're throwing that away. Yep. And I put this out on Twitter yesterday. Like, I know that this is the natural evolution of the sport, and whatever it turns into in 10, 15 years, like, we could, we could just enjoy it just as much as we enjoy it now, just as much as we enjoyed it back in the BCS era, and just as much as we enjoyed it back before the BCS. Mm-hmm. But it's a shame that this is just becoming a TV product. A and little bit to your, like, traditionalist college yeah, football. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I'm somewhere between, like, a traditionalist and a, a pragmatist of I understand that how the machine works. I don't want this to be any more hypocritical than it already is, knowing full well that these kids, these young adults. Here's the thing, blood, though. They're going to go to the SEC, and they're going to make more money than OU could have even paid them if they were all paid salary. I think. <laughs> well, I mean, hell, if Bryce Young is making a, he almost a million dollars. He's making a fucking million dollars. If he's almost making a million dollars, what's Caleb Williams going to make now? He, You know, Caleb was probably like, Caleb and Malachi are like the happiest oh. people on earth. They're like, Mom, Dad, don't worry about it. I'm going to buy you something very expensive in the next few years. Yeah, no, and even that, like, Caleb doesn't need to. His dad would probably still buy him expensive stuff. But you take Malachi Nelson. I don't know his situation, but... Texas quarterback, speaking of, do I even mention this? Do I even mention a Texas potential quarterback or not about this? Please. I mean, if you put an SC patch logo on Texas, that's going to make things real easy for Arch. You, you know what? There it is. I knew you would have something no, no, immediately. No, 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 no because like, it, it's fairly well documented how we feel about Oklahoma's recruiting. Okay. And yeah. I think we can also understand the up, the slight uptick that OU could experience with an SEC patch on their jersey because no longer will they get negatively ac- recruited in terms of the Big 12 doesn't prepare you for the NFL. Yeah. And, and you know, Oklahoma's defense, you know, like they're getting better, but they're nowhere near where we are. Now that could change this year. That can change down the road. But I don't see how Texas fans can sit there and say, Oh, this is going to help our recruiting. You've never had a problem. Yeah, recruiting. Win- winning's your problem. Winning is your problem. Winning with the talent that you've always had. We've is your reached problem. the Texas part of this podcast. Yeah, like, what the fuck are they talking about? Because this all stems from the whole ESPN graphic today that was put out. Where now they let that, me that, let me lay fun. this out. That is let funny. Me, let me let me lay this out. It angered me. Tech ESPN put a graphic out today on they were doing coverage from the SC Media Days. Conference championships combined. Did you know there were 17 between Oklahoma and Texas, Brady? 16, Texas won. 16, I'm not counting 2012. Texas won 96, they won 05, and they won 09. (laughs) (laughs) That was Um, the most absolutely ridiculous. And again, you can miss me with this whole Texas BS. Like, that is the most ridiculous. They were like, it's like Texas is like, well, that was the that was the Big Twelve. Like we're SEC now. Like no, you f- that was fuck. That was you say the same shit about A and M. We make fun of A and M for the same stuff. Sorry. Yeah. But you, we do. We do. You can't. If you want to be taken seriously, you've got to put an end to this shit. You're about to hop in a league where you're guaranteed third best in the SC West right now, and that's it. You could be sixth. I'm seven. Seven. Yep. Eight. Sorry. It's, I mean, math. Sucks, Six of eight. Yeah, math. Math is boring. Sorry. All right. But I'm done yelling. I needed to get that out. That 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 I truly need answers from. We need to get Ian Boyd on the line. Like, how does this improve Texas's already fairly good recruiting? Mm-hmm. 
I, I mean, it's not it's not like they're banging down the doors for like the like you're not going to get the best quarterbacks. Like that's going to be between Oklahoma, Alabama, and if it's a West Coast kid, like then USC and Oregon. Yeah, you know, like that that's what it's truly going to come down to. Texas has never had a problem getting D tackles, safeties, cornerbacks. There's running only one back. position. It's quarterback. Yeah, and, and offensive and, line, and then winning. Because yeah. I mean, Alabama's already shown that you don't need a Spencer Rattler or a Baker Mayfield to win a national title. Don't you, you can get this there. is not tonight. <laughs> We're this not even gonna know. No, no. Just wait till the Eagles win the Super Bowl. What are you gonna do then? Well, it looks like they're trading for Deshaun Watson. If you saw the reports tonight, Deshaun Watson is a sexual assaulter. And well, is he not? I was about to make a really uh, bad Philadelphia joke, alleged, but who knows if that's a f- yeah? Who knows if that's a future employer city? Don't want to do that. Um, so, Texas and the whole thing. Let's just lay this out, and I'll, and maybe this is the perfect final point here. Oklahoma is going to the SEC because the SEC wants Oklahoma. They want them so hard. They were willing to, I believe, again, we know enough to know, but we don't know everything. There was at least part of this was Oklahoma State was even going to be included if it wasn't Texas. So with that being said... If, if it was just Texas getting into the SEC, would they get all the votes? No. If it was Oklahoma and Texas, yes. If it was Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, yes. If it was Oklahoma, yes. What does that tell you? It would be so funny if... What does that tell... It would be so funny if the NCAA was actually in control and they said, look, you can't have... You can't have six teams. You need to shed at least two teams. And they're like... Uh, Missouri and A&M were trading you for Oklahoma and Texas. Texas. No! No! Yeah, no. They'd be... Back uh, to the asylum with you. So this whole narrative that... And the other thing that I... This is something minor that needs to be squashed. It's just semantics, right? In terms of, like, Oklahoma and Texas have to reach out to the SEC. That's just how this goes. They have to file their own petitions to get in. Then the SEC has to... And the chancellors have to amend it. And then... Why do they call them chancellors? Or the SEC president? Is that a southern thing? No, because Texas. I guess I was about to say Texas Tech, but I guess Texas Tech Southern. Yeah, they they were in the Confederacy and they lost. Illinois has a chancellor. I know that. Don't don't ask me how. I just know. Yeah, that's well. Wait, no, that's that's Indiana. That's in Champaign. Uh, that's, Illinois. That's Indiana. Never mind. I don't want to go any further. There you go. I was gonna say. I'm excited, as you guys can tell, and I hope all everybody is excited. This is. Again, I don't understand this whole negative about college football. The matchups are going to be fantastic. It's going to get us quicker to... We're going to the moon. Kind of. Diamond hands. What, is that? Is that how you say it? That is how you say it, okay, yes. We're going to the moon, you you fools. Yeah, and and college football is... the quick. Again, that's the quicker we are getting to a super conference Damn sport. right. Oklahoma's going to play on the moon. Maybe. We're playing on the moon. They didn't take Jeff Bezos' offer that was never on the table for their tier three rights. That bald guy doesn't want to pay taxes. I don't like fuck him. <laughs> that could be true. <laughs> I and wouldn't if say I end that. up dead if I end up dead, Bezos killed y- me. You should you should bleep out all of that in case they need to be a future advertiser. I don't I don't have a um an Alexa. Yeah, I don't have an Alexa. I don't either. But it's just that's I'm what, so excited, that's, that's what rich Brady. People have. I think more than just rich people have that. <laughs> but you've I'm been excited. To, you've been to my apartment. You I, know how poor I, I am. You, yeah, we're both. Yeah, anyways, I'm excited. I'm ready to go. I want to see Oklahoma and Arkansas play tomorrow. I can I can only be so erect. Anything else, Keegan? I'm good. I Have we covered everything? Um, I think we have. Davis? Davis is here. We've, we've covered everything besides earlier, correct? I, I want OSU fans to know that while – I am laughing at you guys, like, crying and bitching and moaning. Please understand, if a world exists where OU and OSU can continue to play, I'm all for it. I am all for it. thousand percent. I'm all for it. I wanted that with Nebraska. When when we knew Nebraska was leaving for a year, I kept praying and hoping for, like, the storyline of OU and Nebraska have reached a deal where they're going to renew their rivalry and play every single year. And it's always going to be in November, just like it always supposed to be. That, ne- that never came, but you know what? 
with lands- the landscape ever changing in college football, you know, maybe that can be a thing at some point down the road, considering there's going to probably be four conferences in the next five, six years. Anyway, that matters. So that'll do it. Hopefully. I'm so f- excited. We're so fucked. I'm so excited. There's been so many. There's been so much profanity, and I'm sorry. I do better than this. No, you don't. <laughs> you got dumped on. You got dumped on the radio. <laughs> not not by a girlfriend. You got like you, the dump button. That never happened. It did. Did not. I I hit the dump button. What did I say? I thought you said a cuss word. Did I, you? I thought you said <laughs> shit. So I hit the dump button. I was like, Oh God. really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that happened. Yeah. I just. Well, I'm not gonna say no, it. No, sure. But. <laughs> I thought you were saying shit, and I was like, God damn it, this isn't a podcast. No, I know. Yeah, I was good. I, I know my rules. Whenever they said... Uh, well, I was trying to fix everything. No, I know. You're probably stressed out. I was going to say, I, it, it, whenever Eddie said ass and then Trism said hell on the on the radio, I was like, You can Whoa. say that. You can kind of get away with bitch, but I that's one word that I don't even try. Yeah, I'm not even going to... I just don't cuss on there. No way. I do it on this podcast, though. I got dumped once because... Jerry thought I said God damn, but I said God damn, you know, G-O-T. Yeah, 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 I got you. God damn. But, you know, it's the Bible Belt. You know, there are rules. But looks like Oklahoma's going to be uh, rocking the Stars and Bars Conference fairly soon, which, again, I'm not, I'm not too particularly happy to see all that crap around Norman. I see it enough. Say what? Okay, go to the Free State of Congo. Oh, no. see, did you do some research? Yeah. I guess I guess I uh I enlightened some people with just one little comment on our on the Monday post on Patreon, which you can subscribe to at through the keyhole for extra <laughs> OU content. That was a save. Save. Oh, the Free State of Congo? No, 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 no. Like seriously, like go go look that up. It's terrible. It's terrible. Hum- human rights were more than violated. Keegan, what, are you afraid of history? I just don't want to touch on the subject. Were all your history classes taught by coaches? No. They were not. Man, I, I, I'm going to put you through a history course. I'm going to fail. I'm not going to let you fail. <laughs> I would fail that course. I'm going to. Not kidding. I, I would. Uh, I'm make I've, got st- a, I've got a fifth grade GOB champ thing to to rant and rave about so i'm gonna make I'm you pretty stay good. after class pretty good pretty good pretty good pretty good pretty good everybody thank you so much for listening to the inside ou podcast thank you so much to davis for coming out once again happy birthday to you sire 21 is always fun he's telling me he's going to go to the mont so if you're listening to this on it's good choice if you're listening to this on a thursday night friday morning you should probably go to the Mont and go buy Davis a swirl. That would be very nice of you if you d- if you could do that. We would greatly appreciate that. Also, if you haven't already listened to the podcast I did with Anthony Jumper and look forward to the one on Monday with Trey Pollard, patron of ours, thank you all so much for jumping, wanting to jump on in the first place. Thank you all for that. Shout out to Vanessa House for always taking great, great care of us, even when we're not even here, but we were here today and we enjoyed our drinks, and the lovely Oklahoma weather. Man, the weather has just been so awesome the last week. Nice, cool breeze, not too hot, perfect. Let's keep this going into football season, shall we? Shall we? And also, leave a five-star rating and review. We've gotten a few more over the last week or so. We've got about two or three extra last handful of days. Greatly appreciate that, everybody. Thank you so much. And even if we don't deserve a five-star rating in your review, or in your opinion, please... Let us know. We will greatly appreciate that as well. But Keegan and I are going to try and take a little bit of a break over the weekend because we don't have our Kansas State Know Thy Enemy edition on our Patreon page wanting to do it this Saturday because Kansas State is like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, they don't know what's going on up there. They're like, maybe the Mountain West wants to make a super conference. Yeah. I said don't kick them when they're down. Let's let's call it the Mountain Plains. Yikes. What a, like what what are some possible conference names? The Flyover Conference? The uh Huh. Hmm. The Westward Expansion o- o- Conference. Oh 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 Davis. Davis said the Manifest Destiny Conference. Mm-hmm. So we have a little report here. The Oregon Trail. 
Barry, Barry Trammell's reporting OSU has been preparing this for six weeks before we sign off here. They've been preparing for the inevitable for six weeks. I mean, that sounds like – you know what that sounds like? That sounds like me, like, before a final. Like, oh, shit, I've got a, I've got a paper due in three days. I better start on it. Oh, somebody kill me. In the meantime, Keegan and I will try <laughs> – and avoid having to do another emergency pod over the weekend. But I promise you, if we have to do one because more stuff comes out, we will put it out on Patreon at Through the Keyhole. So tune in there for extra OU content, like I said. But until next time at Vanessa House on Thursdays around 6 o'clock every Thursday at Vanessa House. For Inside OU, Keegan Renault, Brady Trantham, and happy birthday, Davis Dunkelberger. Boomer Sooner, we'll talk to you later.